everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 513, Anthem VIP. This is uh, the show about the Xbox and gaming and anything else we want to talk about. I'm your host for today. My name is Rob. And uh, welcome. It's always a pleasure to have you here with me. And uh, a couple quick announcements here. Uh, make sure to listen live to the show Sunday nights. Right now it's going at uh, 11 p.m. Eastern. Hey, Gunny. Uh, right now it's uh, 11 p.m. Eastern broadcasting. It's going to change. I know but saying for a couple weeks now that's going to change, but it will happen real soon. Sooner than when I first announced it, I guess. But uh, also we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. It's a show being done by fans of the Xbox and the opinions. And so everything else expressed on the show do not reflect those of Microsoft. So um, basically, what have I been playing? Well, I had the usual, my uh, Fortnite uh, Save the World, played some Forza Horizon 4. It's always great to get back into those uh, Forza Horizon games. And this was kind of bittersweet for me. And that's, uh, I was really looking forward to checking out Anthem. You know, people have been talking about it for a while. It's been a lot on a lot of people's lists and it just wouldn't run for me. It was so disappointing. Um, so, you know, even though it was the VIP weekend, you know, I'm sure it can come up with a whole bunch of different things of what that means and <laughs> not in good ways, I guess, but, um, you know, it was, it was a VIP weekend and there's a lot of folks that really couldn't partake in the game, which really stunk. That was kind of lame. But, you know, you look at what this whole weekend was. It's an early play test, essentially, before the game comes out, what, in about four weeks or so in February. I think it's February 22nd is the release date. So it's late January. It's four weeks before, hey. If they're going to get the kinks out of the game, now's the time to find out about it. And uh, I read some posts from the folks at BioWare in regards to what had happened. And, you know, they kind of discussed about what happened. And, you know, it wasn't that they were prepared, but there were some systems that didn't quite gel, didn't quite uh, work all too well. But hopefully they'll take this as a learning experience. And have a much better February 22nd. Now, there is another, it's a open beta. I believe that's on, what, next Friday? This is uh, February 1st. Let me pull up the calendar here. Yeah, February 1st. And I think it goes through the end of the 3rd, maybe the 4th. I'll, I'll, let's say the end of the 3rd, if I remember right. So that is take two. Let's see how it goes then. Hopefully they'll have all the stuff worked out. Now, there were a lot of issues that people had originally on uh, on Friday. I think it was Friday that it started. A lot of folks had a lot of issues back then, and they were supposedly fixed yesterday. This is on the 26th. And I can tell you, no, they weren't. That was really kind of a bummer, at least for me. I was like I said, I was really looking forward to checking it out and everything like that. I thought I was in the clear, but uh, I found out today, thanks to uh, uh, Dawn in our community, that, and this is really goofy, how you had to do this. So well, what happened, what she said to do was 
you launch the game. And for me, I could get in, I could walk around the, I'll call it the lobby and all that. I could walk through there, you know, do all my stuff. And then when you try to go into a mission, it would get hung up. Like this little bar would go all the way across the screen and then stop pretty close to the edge and just sit there. So apparently what she said you could do is basically quit out of the game, go back in, say that you could resume from where you left off, and then you got into the game. So that's really a wonky system. And I don't know how they could say like, yeah, the game's working great now when you have to go through that kind of hoop just to get into the game. But uh, unfortunately, I had a busy day today and I I couldn't try that. I'm going to see maybe if I can get in a little bit of time here after the show before the whole VIP weekend ends, if it hasn't already. And uh, I'll see if that works for me. But there was also another weird thing, and we kind of talked about this on the uh, uh, Facebook group briefly. Uh, Today, I think it was this morning, we talked about it where the motion inside that lobby area is really weird. It's just unsettling, sort of. And uh, Mark had mentioned that as you're going through there, it's like you're gliding, like you're floating. And it's very much that kind of fact that, you know, there's, you're just moving and, you know, just like going around people like you're on a hover car or something. And, um, I don't know. It's, that might be better if it was actually in a third person view, I think, you know, where you're looking over somebody's shoulder, then it's okay. But if it's first person view and you're walking, you know, I don't know if you should see arms moving or, some kind of bounce or, you know, something where you have like the gate of somebody to make it believable as opposed to just, you know, constant at the same level view. So it was really strange. So another thing I hope that they address when the game releases, and and I know that these early previews, let's call them that, they're not always fully representative of the game. And I thought that also this time, they had mentioned that this was not going to give away parts of the game and it was just like a sectioned off area. I don't remember. But anyway, uh, it was sort of disappointing Anthem weekend for me. I'm hoping next weekend's better. We shall see. We shall see. And uh, I know some folks got lucky. They got to play it. Some folks loved it. Some folks were... Uh, less than pleased with it, but uh, we'll see what the full game's like on the 22nd and uh, be able to judge, I think, a little bit better then. All right, so a couple quick things here. Uh, one great way to support the show is to support the show on Patreon. You know, as little as a, you know, a dollar a month is, uh, is a great thing to help us out, defray some of the server costs and such, and they're very much appreciated. Also, you can leave us a tip at thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate. Also, don't forget to subscribe to us on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. And YouTube is working finally. Yay, making progress, moving forward. Little by little, I guess. So um, the YouTube is working as well, so you can check it out there. Uh, All of those recordings are available immediately. So those are uh, great places to watch the show hear the show, however you do it, uh, prior to the MP3 release, if you like. 
All right, getting on to the topics this week. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff um, that kind of dropped. There's just like little bits and blurbs um, just across all sorts of different, we'll say, forums of like the Xbox. And a couple of things that I thought were interesting is, uh, you know, there's the file sizes of games coming soon. We've got some, you know, bigger releases coming up here in the next couple of weeks. And when I say bigger, I mean a big title and big in the hard drive space realm as well. And uh, I've got uh, like, personally, I've got two Xboxes. I've got an Xbox One S at my desk, which is where I primarily do most of my gaming. And then I've also got an Xbox One X on the TV down in the living room or family room or whatever it's called. But uh, the Xbox One S, I don't have my hard drive hooked up to it yet. It is somewhere in one of my moving boxes from last year. Have not found it yet. But the onboard storage is apparently a problem because I'm running out of space all the time on this thing. So I'm constantly uninstalling and reinstalling, which is really annoying. And if you don't have a ton of hard drive space available, then uh, the stuff, you know, hard drive sizes are important to you because you know how much you can fit on there. So two games that are coming up here in the next couple of weeks that apparently have confirmed file sizes uh, are Kingdom Hearts 3. There's a lot of folks that are really looking forward to this uh, rather big action RPG game. But uh, the size on this thing on Xbox One comes in at 35.8 gig. So while, you know, it's not tiny, it's not absolutely huge either. But uh, it's a fair amount. Like if you got a 500 gig hard drive, you know, that right there is, uh, you know, one of what, a dozen games you can fit on there then if they're all the same size. So we've got that, and then also uh, Metro Exodus. This is one that I'm really looking forward to. So I enjoyed the other Metro games. But this one is a little bit bigger. It's coming in at 53.45 gigabytes. So that one is uh, quite a bit bigger than the Kingdom Hearts game. Games? Game? And, uh, you know, those two together right there is uh, a fair amount. That's almost like what? Close to a tenth, no, 20%, 15%, whatever. I'm not going to calculate it out here. But uh, together, that's quite a bit of space if you're considering getting both of those. So so that's it on the hard drive front over there. Um, there's uh, been quite a bit of a change in the streamland lately. And when I say Streamland, I'm talking about Twitch and some of the other gaming services. And this is actually kind of interesting and almost very surprising to me, at least, because for the past year, all you heard about was Battle Royale, Battle Royale, all of the really popular Twitch streamers, like you got your ninjas and all those others that play Fortnite. They're just pulling in tons and tons of people you know, all the time, every day, consistently. And, you know, Fortnite has been king of the hill for quite a while now, especially in recent times here. 
But uh, looks like that is starting to change a little bit. You know, that's not to say that Fortnite is any less popular, but the most popular or slash, you know, slash the hottest game right now on Twitch is actually Sea of Thieves. And that is, uh, you know, surprising because, you know, it's an older game. You know, it's, well, it's not super old, but what? It came out uh, a little bit over a year ago or approximately a year ago. And uh, it's turning out to be the most popular streamed game on Twitch right now. And uh, there was an article in Forbes, which, uh, by the way, has a pretty decent gaming section you know, with news and stuff, which is surprising. I never would have thought it a couple of years ago. But uh, Forbes had an article that discussed it and said that there's a, a couple of reasons why the game is actually really like expanding right now while why it's sort of like really blowing up and you know catching everybody's attention and that is because first of all the game's matured when the game first came out i just, i i was really disappointed with it a little bit you know especially it's a game that was essentially free to anybody that had a game pass because it went straight into game pass and you could just play it but you know the game felt to me like empty a little bit it Felt, felt like it wasn't finished and sort of uninteresting. And the game has matured. They've added a lot of content to it. I thought I heard, read something one time that said that there's, you know, several times more content in the game. And, you know, that along with, you know, all with some of these streamers, all it takes is like one big name to start streaming it and everybody else follows. And so that's another reason why they're saying that this game blows up and blew up a little bit here lately. And in addition that since it's a Microsoft title, it's on PC as well as Xbox. So a lot of the streamers that are really popular are apparently PC players. So because it's available on PC, that is another reason why it's blowing up as, as much as it, as much as it is. So, um, you know, after hearing about this, you know, I'm, it's sort of rekindling some of my interest, at least to try it. So I think when I have some time here in the next week or two, I might give it another shot because it's been over a year since I tried it. But, uh, yeah, looks like it's three times the game. It was back then a lot of content, you know, if you're in the same situation as I was where you tried it and you didn't have any interest in it or you just played it for a little while, looks like it might be more of a game now. It might be worth our time, especially if we're in Game Pass. And that means it doesn't cost you anything. Well, outside of the actual cost of Game Pass, of course. That's been a hot topic a while back. But anyway... um, couple things here on the xbox in particular looks like we're going to be getting another new feature so that feature is dts x sound so if you have hardware that supports it great it's been available uh, to the uh, you know video system within the xbox for a while it's, it's basically like a rival 
of uh, Dolby Atmos. But uh, there's, I guess, a difference between the systems and that the DTS-X, it's what they call an object-based surround sound system where it builds an actual audio landscape. That's the way it's usually described. It builds an, a landscape and it surrounds you with the sound. Whereas normal speakers, they just like, if you have center, front left, front right, rear right, rear left, for example, if you're playing with that kind of system, it just generates the sound from that particular speaker or rather the sound is sourced at that particular location and the landscape variety that these new systems um, put out really kind of surround you and you are in another like realistic level, you're in the center of, of all that action. So it's one of those things that you also really need to hear to understand really, you know, just like how I remember years ago when I was at circuit city where, when we had the, you know, fancy TVs and the DVD players and, you know, the THX sound systems, one of the best things was actually here, let me show you what it sounds like. And then everybody's jaws would drop like, Oh wow, that's, that's awesome. I want that. How much does it cost? Okay. never mind. But apparently this stuff is a little more affordable nowadays. So actually it's a lot more affordable than it used to be, but it's really cool that Microsoft is adding this stuff to the Xbox as it goes. Cause what they added the Atmos at some point, I don't remember when it was, and now they're adding the DTSX. It's so cool that they can add it through software and not just have it be something that it's like, okay, you can't take advantage of any of this until the next hardware generation. So that's the power of software. So it's cool that they're adding this stuff. Um, another thing on the Xbox, and uh, I don't know, about two episodes ago maybe, I talked about some of the backwards compatibility uh, games and statistics and, and such. So we are currently at, actually, when was this? This was as, as of today. We are currently at 538 games that are backwards compatible. So these are Xbox 360 games that are available to anybody that's got an Xbox One X. So if you play these on your 360, you don't need your 360 around anymore, right? So you can play it on your Xbox. Did I say Xbox One X? I meant Xbox One, because technically any of the Xbox Ones can play them. But anyway, uh, apparently there were approximately 2,000 games that were released for the 360. So if we've got 538 games available, right, and backwards compatibility, that means about 25%, you know, a one quarter of all of the titles on the 360 are available to us. So that, that's pretty cool. And uh, I don't know, that's only a couple of years that they actually brought all this back because we didn't have backwards compatibility immediately when the, when the Xbox One launched. So going back even further, so it's 538 titles uh, from the 360 
And then going back even further for the original Xbox, the number is a lot smaller. And we have 33 titles in the back compat program for the original Xbox. So there were over a thousand games on the original Xbox, on the OG Xbox. So that relates to about 3% of the actual titles. But the stuff grows almost every week. We get a couple titles dropping here and there. And I thought that was pretty interesting. It just, it's really amazing that one quarter of the entire 360 catalog is available to us on the Xbox One. So that's pretty cool. It's really awesome that uh, Microsoft is doing that. For us gamers, um, there was another thing here. Got my stuff out of order. Where, in regards to back compat, there's a couple of titles that just dropped into the back compat program, and these are one of my favorite franchises ever. Well, up until recent years, where they kind of tanked it, and the new games are like cash grabs. But uh, previously, this is going back like 20 years ago, uh, my favorite franchise was Command & Conquer. And they just recently, Microsoft recently dropped, what were they? Command & Conquer 3 Tiberium Wars and Command & Conquer Red Alert 3 into the Back Compat program. So that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know if I'll get them quite yet so these are the 360 games that uh aren't back compat there is talk of a what on the 25th anniversary it looks like it might be next year there's going to be a release of a remastered collection so the cnc command and conquer remastered collection is going to be coming out here I don't know, pretty soon, about a year or so. And I'm really looking forward to it. I have the PC version. I forgot what they call it, Ultimate or something like that, or Remastered. It's, I mean, some of these, I thought the original CNC was a DOS game. So it's DOS games that they got working for like Windows 95 and you have varying success of getting them to work now on recent PCs. And sometimes even if you do, it's like a really tiny window and there's problems you know it doesn't run right the games run too fast or whatever but they're gonna have a remastered version and uh looks like it's they're gonna include uh tiberian dawn which is the original from 1995 wow that was quite a while ago 1996 red alert and expansion packs and supposedly EA is saying that they're going to launch this without microtransactions. We'll see. If they're saying no microtransactions, what does that mean? They're going to do macro transactions. <laughs> they're going to try to get even more money. I, I don't know, but uh, I'm curious, hopeful, and we'll see if these games will hold that nostalgia factor and, and not just crush it because uh, that's what a lot of games do that they bring forward where you think that they're awesome and you play them and you're like oh, this is awful then uh, another game that's coming out and I talked about this one a couple weeks ago as well 
when I was talking about new titles that were releasing in 2019. And one that I'm really looking forward to is Wargroove. So Wargroove is a like a new spin sort of on a great series of games from the Nintendo called Advance Wars. And these were kind of like, you know, strategy turn by turn games. They were uh, a lot of fun. I spent many an hour inside an airport on my Game Boy Advance playing these games. So Wargroove is bringing that to the new consoles. And uh, the thing that's pretty cool about it is it's going to support cross-play between the PC, Switch, and Xbox. So if you got friends that have it on Xbox or PC, Switch, you can play between them. Notice there's one console that's not in the list. Yeah. But uh, PC, Switch, and Xbox is... uh, the cross-play support is coming, which is which is pretty cool. It's a shame that Sony is not partaking. But, uh, yeah, what you going to do? Now, since these new games are coming out, right, we've got Anthem coming out soon, Wargroove, of course. Um, the, oh, was Exodus. I was trying to think of what it was. Exodus, a bunch of others also coming out in the next couple of months here. You know, what's a manufacturer to do, you know, to kind of build some momentum with those? Of course, you release consoles with some sort of tie to the game. Well, it looks like there's going to be bundles featuring Anthem and Division 2. Big surprise. You know, these these bundles that they've had, you know, they were like really cool. Now it's like they have them all the time. I don't know. It's lost some of its luster, but still, you know, with these, with most of the bundles, you know, it's not necessarily that you get like a fancy reskinned Xbox or controller. Some of them are just plain and, you know, you get some tie-ins from the game, you know, usually like a copy of the game or, you know, a month of game pass games with gold, something like that. But uh, yeah, there was a, a leak off of a Russian site, a Russian retailer, that, uh, that we can pretty much expect an Anthem Xbox One S. I'm assuming this is probably going to come late February, early March, or in March sometime. And also the Division 2, which is, or, yeah, the Division 2, which is coming in middle of March sometime, if I remember right. Uh, details on these looks like they're going to be Xbox One S, a one terabyte hard drive controller, the title, the Anthem version is going to include the Legion of Dawn edition, which I think was the $80 version. And Division 2 bundle has the standard game. So if you're looking to pick up an Xbox and you haven't picked up the games, maybe you can get the bundle. All right. Um, with the Xbox, we know that it's sort of, or Xbox One, we know that it's trailing, you know, behind the PS4, because, you know, it's just, you know, the PS4 is one, this generation, like the, the tabloid websites like to say, but, uh, numbers wise, it looks like Microsoft has hit 41 million Xbox Ones sold. This is according to an industry analyst by the name of 
Daniel Ahmad. So 41 million, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's a, you know, a fairly significant number. The PS4 is over 91 million. So it's more than double what the Xbox has done. But still 41 million is, you know, not a bad number. And he said in a post, says the Xbox One had a good year, all things considered. This is for 2018. Hardware was up year over year thanks to the release of the Xbox One X. Software remains healthy. And I really need to stress how large the digital shares are on Xbox compared to other platforms. Global installed base is now around 41 million. And uh, they do talk about this over and over, you know, not just this guy, but other analysts have always said that just the way that the Xbox ecosystem is, they really just annihilate everybody when it comes to digital sales. And I know for me, like everything that I've got, except for, I think, two titles now, I have digitally. So there were two games that I have the discs of and no actually three because i accidentally got one when i thought it was the digital code but uh oh and one i bought digitally yeah i bought digitally when it was on sale just so i didn't have to use a disc anymore but uh yeah the digital sales are a lot higher on xbox one compared to any other platform least console platforms. So that includes switch and PS4 really. So that's some interesting numbers over there. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll continue to rise and the gap will continue to widen, but, um, uh, what are you going to do? What you going to do? Another, uh, Xbox console has made the news and this is the goat Xbox one. And by goat, that's G-O-A-T. That stands for greatest of all time. So this is a Super Bowl-related Xbox One. And it's a, you know, a black Xbox One. And it's got G-O-A-T printed on the top of it. And there is a ring that comes with this. You know, think Super Bowl ring, right? Except it's an Xbox uh, it's like a ring that's got like these little jewel things. I'm not going to say diamond because I, I doubt that they're diamond. It's black. It's got the Xbox insignia right in the middle and it's massive. And they say it weighs over one and a half ounces and it's got 188 black diamonds and 46 green savorite stones. I probably just butchered that. However you say that. Um, so yeah. Oh, actually, so it's, it's a 10 carat premium gold plated black weighs over one and a half ounces, 188 black diamonds, 46 green savorite stones, a goat merchandise pack, a football Jersey autographed by Antonio Brown and the Madden NFL 19 video game. So how do you get this? Well, you can get that by two different entry methods. So if you're interested, you can enter by mail, 
by uh, sending out, oh, wait. Actually, to en- you can uh, enter by email. So that's actually kind of nice. So you just uh, send an email to a web or an address at uh, xboxpromotions.com. So that's kind of neat. You don't have to do a self-addressed stamped envelope. Do those even exist anymore? I'm not sure. But uh, you can enter an email, which is nice and easy, or you can enter by making a qualifying purchase by visiting Microsoft.com and purchase a three-month Xbox Live Gold membership during the sweepstakes period. And this ends... When does this end? It doesn't say. I imagine it's not going to be very long because, you know, Super Bowl time. That's coming up real soon here. And it's only open to residents of the U.S. and District of Columbia. So... If you're interested, uh, check it out. Search for GOAT Xbox One console and see if you can win. Good luck to you if you enter. All right. Um, What was that? There was something else I was going to talk about, and now I can't find it. Oh, yeah. And uh, lastly here, the Division 2 is coming out here, what, in about six weeks approximately? I think that's right. What, March 15th, I think I said earlier. And we talked about some of the new tech that's coming to Xbox, Xboxes. And one is variable um, refresh rate. It looks like the Division 2 is going to support refresh rates up to 100 hertz. So I'm not sure if this is one of the first games that's going to be supporting it, but it's really cool that... You know, it's going to be like a step up for the games and hopefully more games are going to support this. You know, even though you have to have the TV and such, you have to have the proper display in order to support this stuff. But it's cool that it's finally coming out. And I believe that is about it for the stuff here for episode 513. Yep, yep, talked about that and that and that is all for the roundtable this this week. All right, a couple quick things. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can do that at thisxboxlife.com. Go to the right-hand side of the screen, click on the little leave voicemail widget. You can leave a recording up to 90 seconds. If you need to talk longer, you can leave multiples. Or alternatively, you can send an MP3 recording to contact at thisxboxlife. And I'll play it on the show. Also, we have a Twitter account, thesexboxlife.com forward slash Twitter, or just search at thesexboxlife. And there's a Facebook group. Uh, you can find that on Facebook by searching for The Sexbox Life. It's a closed group, which just means that you have to ask for membership. Um, pretty much everybody gets approved, but you do have to answer questions and you have to answer them. If you don't answer, you don't get in. You have to answer them reasonably correct. You have to be close. They're easy. You should be able to do it. If you haven't already joined, I believe in you. You can do it. But uh, answer the questions, and then you'll get membership uh, in there. Basically, it's a closed group, which just basically means we keep the spammers out. And also, an added benefit is that if you're in there, anything you post in there is only readable by people within the group. 
Uh, yeah. So if, as I always like to say, if you're posting in the middle of the day, your boss won't see you posting on Facebook. But then again, why is he on Facebook or she on Facebook as well? Hmm? Or if they're in the group with you, then they know anyway. But maybe they'll appreciate your post then. Alrighty. So, um, so that's that. Now on to the retail releases. All right, retail releases for the week of January 29th. I can't believe it's end of January already. January 29th to February 1st, we have on the 29th, this is what, Tuesday probably? Yes, Tuesday. Genesis Alpha 1, Kingdom Hearts 3. We just talked about the hard drive space and that thing. That one also is X-Enhanced. On the 30th, we have Dade. It's either Dade through time or it's Dade through time. One of those two. So that's on the 30th. 31st has Warbital Bombfest. That one is also on the Xbox One X Enhanced camp there. 8-Bit Hordes on February 1st. Animal Super Squad on February 1st. And Wargroove on February 1st. So Wargroove is a insta insta play for me. So looking forward to that one. So that's really about it. Uh, not a whole lot. What do we got? About eight titles. And Kingdom Hearts 3, definitely the shiny penny in that list. And Wargroove. So that's that there. All right, Games with Gold. We're winding up January. I haven't seen any releases for February yet. So we'll probably hear the February releases this coming week, probably Wednesday, Tuesday, something like that. Maybe tomorrow if we're lucky. But continuing for a couple more days in January and leaving Games with Gold on January 31st is Celeste. And then WRD 6 is going through the middle of February. So if you want to get your rally racing on, you might want to give that one a try. And I've heard that Celeste is decent. It's a little platformer game. Then for Back Compat, we have Far Cry 2 going through January 31st. And again, so the new games for February, don't know yet. Um, I'll announce them next week, but by then you'll probably know. Alrighty. Uh, last couple of announcements real quick here. If you make any purchase on Amazon, please consider using our affiliate link. That's a great way to support the show. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Uh, basically when you use our affiliate link, when you click through, we get a little finders fee for helping direct people their way and it helps defray some of the costs and it's a great way to support the show. Also, if uh, you're an iTunes user, you can also support the show by going to the iTunes store, finding the podcast on there. Give us a five-star review. The more of those that we get, the more we get bumped up in the rankings and helps people find out about the show. 
And again, follow us on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. Now that YouTube's working, you can follow on there. And uh, thanks to Learned Your Lesson for some of the music here in the show. So that's about it for episode 513. Yes. And hopefully next week, we'll be able to talk a little bit better about Anthem, just because more people will hopefully be able to play it by then. Bioware, you got a week. One week. That's how much time you have to fix your stuff. So, all righty. Thanks for listening, everybody. My name is Rob, also known as Presar. I'll catch you all next week.